Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. I've got your Penn State talking points for Thursday, August 4th. Really just looking back at the last week or so in Penn State football news, this team kicked off all practice on Monday. So we would expect a lot of new developments, uh, a lot of media availabilities, all the things that push some news out there. We'll expect them soon. But a few things might have fell off your radar um, prior to this week. First of all, uh, and I, I doubt most Penn State fans miss this one, but P.J. Mustafer, the update on his health that came out of Big Ten Media Days, I thought is very, very important. He is a huge part of this team. He said in Indianapolis that he was 100% after getting injured and having surgery in the offseason. Franklin said the same thing and that P.J. Mustafer was 100% both mentally and physically. And I think that is another key thing. As long as that's the case and he's confident in his injury and he's uh, feeling good and he's well-conditioned, which seems to be the case, and he's able to hit the ground running for this Penn State defense. Just a really big deal as they face some early big challenges, namely Purdue on the road to kick off the season, Auburn a couple weeks later on the road with Tank Bigsby in that running game. So Franklin mentioned this as well, strength up the middle of the Penn State defense. Um, P.J. Mustafer is an absolute must in that regard. You saw the defensive line rotation start to thin out a lot when he left the field against Iowa and did not return for the remainder of the year. Penn State is now replacing two linebackers. They're replacing a starting safety uh, in Jaquan Brisker, and they're also replacing uh, uh, Derek Tangelo, the other starter at defensive tackle last year. There are a lot of pretty good options for Penn State in the middle. A couple guys who managed to play more reps last season than they would have if P.J. Mustafer wouldn't have gotten hurt and if Derek Tangelo hadn't opted out of the Outback Bowl. So there's a silver lining there. Guys like Kaziah Izzard uh, and Devon Ellis saw bigger roles and got better last season, and they're well-positioned to make an impact this year. But it all really comes down to the play of P.J. Mustafer, his health, his conditioning, and his ability to be as dominant as he was last season for, for long stretches. Uh, he's able to, at his best, he's able to uh, gobble up blockers, double teams, keep linebackers clean, which is a big part of it. He's also able to make plays behind the line of scrimmage, and that's that speaks to the rarity of his build in his game. You know, being a six foot four. Uh, 330-pound guy. He's very, very quick, and he's a lot for offensive linemen to handle. He's somebody that opposing teams have to game plan around. He's also a big part of Penn State's defensive success. This was another important thing I thought came up 
um, again at Big Ten Media Days. New Penn State Athletic Director Patrick Kraft. He uh, spoke with reporters for a little bit, and one of the issues that he tackled was the fact that Penn State is set to open Big Ten conference play on the road for a seventh straight year when they go to Purdue on September 1st. Um, He said he called the Big Ten about that, has only been on the job for a couple weeks, uh, and said that that ongoing trend is unacceptable. And I don't know how Penn State has come to be in this place where they're always opening league play on the road. But I think what Patrick Kraft did, and he probably won over some fans, they showed he's going to fight something like that. Um, He's not just going to let a trend become an ongoing trend. And uh, and I thought that was meaningful for a lot of Penn State fans that he, he sent a signal in the early days of him taking this job, that he is going to fight for everything. And I thought that was as, as important as anything else. And chances are, if the complaint is loud enough and he is uh, rabid enough about it, that the Big Ten will make some changes and they will recognize uh, whatever is going on behind the scenes that allows one team to be on the road to open their, their Big Ten season every single year. Uh, and maybe that starts to change for 2023 and beyond. But as it is, they, they faced a big test on the road last year to open the season at Wisconsin. They passed that test. wasn't a perfect performance by any means, but Penn State was ready to play. Their defense won the day for them then. And you hope that they can do the same thing and be crisp and be ready to play and, 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 uh, and beat a good Purdue team to start the 2022 season really can be such a trend setter. Uh, in 2020, Penn State opened at Indiana, and we all saw how that went in overtime. Penn State loses. They, they, they go on a bit of a downward spiral. Indiana has one of the best years that they've ever had. So week one, especially when week one is against the Big Ten team on the road, can be so pivotal for a team that has shown in 2020 and 2021 that it can be susceptible to uh, momentum, both good and bad. And the hope is that Penn State can get off to some good momentum uh, week one at Purdue. But maybe in the future, there's a little bit more balance in how Penn State opens its Big Ten schedule. Welcome to Curaleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. James Franklin uh, also spoke to his quarterback depth uh, recently. And obviously that starts with Sean Clifford at the top. Anytime you have a six-year player, a fourth-year starter, you feel good about your chances of, of, of playing well and having a guy who can execute everything in uh, Mike Yersich's offense. But Franklin also said that for the first time, maybe since he's been at Penn State, he's got four quarterbacks that he said they feel very, very strong about. The likely number two option in that packing order is Christian Veyu, who is a redshirt freshman. He arrived in January of last year, didn't begin the 2021 season as Penn State's primary backup, but he found himself in that role when Taquan Roberson uh, kind of fell flat uh, in relief of Sean Clifford at Iowa, lost that game, and uh, Christian Veyu uh, 
played really, really well in his debut against Rutgers last year. All signs seem to point that uh, that he's heading in that same direction and that Penn State feels like they can rely on him if they need to. So that gives him an immediate edge, especially having played all uh, essentially a full game against a Big Ten team. Uh, gives him an edge over the two true freshmen who are Drew Aller and Bo Perbola. Uh, this, right off the bat, the depth chart, having a backup, a projected backup uh, in Christian Veyu who has any game experience whatsoever is already an advantage over last season. And you saw that. They came back to bite Penn State. They didn't really have time to groom a backup so much because Sean Clifford needed so much time, attention, and reps to get up to speed with Coach Mike Yersich, who had just arrived. Now they've got a full offseason. Sean Clifford should be much further along in terms of his handling of the offense. And Christian Bayou is in pretty good shape as the backup. You know, moving forward, you're probably going to have a really good competition between Bayou, uh, Aller, and Prabola for the starting job in 2023. I wouldn't expect anything uh, to indicate whether Drew Aller or Bo Prabola is ahead in that race to be the number three quarterback, unless it's absolutely mandatory. Um, so I think this is a year where you can sit back, you can enjoy the fact that Penn State has an experienced quarterback, one of the most experienced in the country, and has a depth chart that looks like it could be um, good enough to extend into the future, too. You've got some youth for sure, two freshmen and a redshirt freshman. you got a little bit of experience, and you've got guys that, as James Franklin said, they feel very, very strongly about. Last but not least, also from the, the mouth of James Franklin, talked about Maryland transfer Chop Robinson, and he looked a little bit beyond his athleticism, which is apparent. That part of his game is clear. He's a former five-star recruit, according to 24-7 Sports. And along those lines, Franklin said that he tested very, very well when he got to Penn State. But, and I thought this was the most important part, Chop Robinson is, quote, all about ball. So he um, seems to be very a very hungry player. A very focused player, according to James Franklin. And when you add that to the level of talent and the natural gifts that he has with his hips and his pass rush and his, his quick twitch athleticism, he's in pretty good shape to play a key role in this Penn State pass rush, and they probably need him to. Um, Franklin called him, and this is another big compliment, I think, a high-production, low-maintenance guy. And that's somebody who's, who, who they feel confident will take care of business and practice, not have to be driven by the coaching staff, will be self-motivated. And I think with all those questions in, in the pass rush, you lose Jesse Lucetta, you lose Arnold Ebicady, you have Adisa Isaac returning from injury, you have Nick Tarburton, who you want to see a little bit more growth and maybe a little bit more impact in the passing game. And then after those two, you do have some questions. Chop Robinson has a really good chance of filling out the depth chart. You have Smith Vilbert, who had three sacks in the outback bowl. And another key guy to watch is Denied Dennis Sutton, who's a true freshman who just arrived. Very, very talented player as well. So you could go a little bit young. You're going to have some new faces at defensive end. But if Chop Robinson continues to be that high-production, low-maintenance guy, I would expect him to be a really key part of that rotation. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along the daily Penn State podcast from Penn Live. Those can be found anywhere podcasts are. Everything else we do is available at PennLive.com slash Penn State Football. And we'll see you next time on the Blue White Breakdown.
Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.